real estate experiment what is happening y'all checking in checking in it is sunday as promised i'm coming to you with some uh quick uh advantages uh tax advantages gains that have been uh, i learned a new one in addition to the uh good old 1031 exchange there is another one that i came across that i want to share with you guys uh that i actually didn't know about and working with a partner of mine he actually told me about this which i thought was uh, pretty neat for those house hackers out there um house hacker term used in bigger pockets meaning you live in one unit and rent out others uh up to uh four units uh is what we call residential one to four units is residential after that it's commercial real estate which is a different ball game because it's uh it's actually an income uh, generating asset machine. Uh, and we also, we'll, we'll talk about real quick how the differences too. Uh, when it comes to one, one to four units, you can leverage um, uh, FHA, uh, conventional loans, conventional rehab loans, two or three K loans. Uh, and we'll touch on those really quickly because uh, I think it's fitting with this uh, topic that we're talking about today. Uh, but so let's talk about conventional. Conventional loan uh, is typically known as the 20% down payment loan where the loan to value is 80%. Uh, that is not, uh, people think it is only 20. Uh, it's gone back down to 10%, even 3% and 5%. So you can uh, leverage and put down 3%, 5 10%. Uh, again, conventional uh, rehab loan, uh, excuse me, conventional loan or a conventional rehab loan, which a conventional rehab loan means that the repairs are actually factored into the loan, which is pretty neat for a lot of investors to use as well. Uh, they're not going to lend more than uh, 49% of the uh, what the property is worth. It, it, what, what that means is basically you don't want to be using that for a gut job if i said if that was a little bit confusing so it's for cosmetic rehab so to speak and so uh, they want to make sure that obviously it's, it's still a, a good standing good bones but you can uh, use the repairs up to uh, what should be 49 percent of what the property is worth which should make sense right uh so then there's fha fha is uh typically known as federally housing administrative backed loans so they're backed by the uh, by the government and essentially it's uh it's well known to be leveraged because it's a 3.5 percent down payment uh which is good for folks now there is the mortgage interest prime mip that you will pay just like you pay uh pmi which is uh, as a um, mortgage insurance as well on uh on a conventional loan so uh it's just something to note that on the FHA, the mortgage insurance prime can ever, uh, mor uh, mortgage insurance premium, excuse me, cannot be removed. Uh, and while, uh, unless you refinance, and I, you'd have to look further into that. I'm no loan officer, but definitely ask your loan officer about that because there is a reason why you're putting less down, but then you always have to pay that premium per monthly. But in, in addition to that, on the, on, or on the other hand, conventional there is a chance that you know if there is a certain amount of equity that you have in the property that you're actually able to move the the, the pmi right um the, the, that mortgage insurance uh, uh so on that note so we talked about that then there's the 203k loan which is very similar it's uh it's a loan that you can uh, use to uh, basically include some of the repairs uh, very similar to a conventional rehab loan but it's also uh, uh FHA backed it's for one to four units uh, to a 3k loan it's good for that 3.5% down another one that you can use for repairs as well on the FHA side 
Um, then let's talk about, okay, so I wanted to just touch on those really quickly just because it ties in also with the exit strategy and we don't talk about that enough. The exit strategy being that in real estate, um, you can actually, again, just like anything, any business, anything that you buy, there's always going to be capital gains. However, in real estate, there's a very neat tool that neat tools that are, are, are exist for investors to utilize if they're very familiar. That's why you should always get a real estate savvy accountant to help you with this as well. Uh, it, it's There's a lot of uh, tax breaks that you can get in real estate to begin with. But uh, so while you actually own the asset, whether it's the utilities, repairs, the depreciating uh, uh, real estate that you have, if you're, um, you know, especially if it's a rental unit, rental property, which I would look further into, um, there are some incentives that you want to look into. But now let's talk about the exit strategy, which, which is the point I wanted to focus on while tying in a lot of those pieces together. We talked about how to finance uh, using conventional FHA, 203K loans. Uh, and now I wanted to bring it back full circle. It's like once you finance that on your way out, what, what options do you have? And there are a lot out there, but I want to touch about on, on two of them. So a 1031 exchange, is one where you can sell a, 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 a building, a, a property, I'll just leave it at that, and you can actually pour the gains or take the gains and put it into an other property um, and not lose any uh, uh, capital gains, not be taxed on it, not, I should say lose, because essentially what I'm trying to say is that when you get taxed, you do end up losing some of your capital gains. So you can actually transfer that into another property and not pay any taxes. It's deferring the taxes. You can continue to do that rinse and repeat. Uh, and that's very important for, for investors to utilize because uh, if you don't use that, you're going to get taxed on those capital gains, um, which is, is going to eat into your profit margin. Another one that I wanted to talk about today is the tax advantage uh, one. That's uh, the tax advantage uh, 121. Code, a U.S. Code 121, exclusion of gain from sale of principal residence. So get this, if let's say you, some of you guys who are house hackers, you live in a duplex, you live in a maybe a triplex or a quad, if you, the taxpayer, is living in the unit and you've lived there for more than two years but less than five and you sell it, you can actually uh, exclude the... Uh, capital gains from that property if it doesn't exceed 250k which is fantastic if you think about it that's something i did not know about and i wanted to bring it full circle you can again you can if you've lived there for more than two years but less than five and you sell it then and you've been living in the you know your house hacking you're living in one renting on the other you can actually save on those capital gains so um and not be taxed on it um, so that's something to really think about and, 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 and you have to know these laws because you work so hard to get into these investments and, and it's so important for you to always ask questions not only in the beginning when you're acquiring a property, when you have the property and then during the exit strategy, exit strategy of that property. So if you can cover all those bases, understand what you're going in when you're acquiring a property, fantastic. Then understand what your tax advantages are when you own the property and then on the way out, during your liquidating strategy or you're pouring that money into another building and another property, 
and, and saving on, on the capital gains, then that's when you've really become a very savvy investor because we understand that we do make money when we buy, but again, real estate is special in four different ways, right? It's the cash flow, it's the equity, it's the tax advantages, and then the icing on the cake is always the appreciation. And some of us forced appreciation for those doing value add. So on that note, I bring that full circle. There's only one thing left to do, y'all. Educate yourself throughout all three phases. And let's build, y'all.